0: So let me throw out just a fun fact that I was looking at uh, while we were recording, coming through Twitter. Apparently, the last decade in terms of individual kind of, I guess, investment slash stocks uh, that had done well, you know, the the overall winner by a huge margin in terms of performance over the last decade uh, is Bitcoin, and uh, number two is Ethereum once we move down into the stock world the next one taking third place is netflix and then the fourth place probably surprised me uh, according to this is domino's pizza yummy but i guess that goes with netflix doesn't it if you're watching movie you want you want a pizza to go with it maybe there's a link there
1: <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> correlation it's all about correlation right
1: well you know one of the things you were talking about before we went on um was some movements, I, don't, I think maybe it was hogs or, and then we talked about Bitcoin being a big mover, and I know I bought Bitcoin and lost money in Bitcoin, and I think I was surprised when Moritz said it's up I don't know how many percent, because it started the year at 3,000 or 91. So, yeah, 91, so it's yeah. interesting that the, we're gonna make a lot of money when it, when the trends are big in stocks and in uh, palladium and uh, emissions and things like that. Okay, so we have a big trend, the CTAs make money, the trend followers make money, but our performance can look a lot different comparing to buy and hold. And then of course the uh, big huge percentage moves in some of these markets mean nothing to us because we uh, size based upon inversely to the vol. So something that's moving around two or 3% a day uh, typically you know, I'm going to have a very small position. It's something that barely moved in 2019. It might be my biggest winning trade because the vol was really low.
0: Yeah, absolutely. What, uh, what about you, Moritz, if we just kind of do the round? Uh, I mean, what, what kind of stood out for you? I know we haven't kind of prepared anything formally, but I mean, is there anything when you think back of, on 2019 that kind of stood out for you?
2: Um, I think, you know, Bitcoin is this ultimate diversifier. I really came to like it in a portfolio context, just, you know, to mention it again, uh, real quickly. But I've also observed in 2019 that I, you know, there's increased volume in the futures markets on the CME. So there's more trading activity, maybe some people are embracing it as a real diversifier in their trading strategies, which I think it is. Of course, it is extremely violent. I remember us being in, in New York City and within, I don't know, 24 hours or something like this, uh, the market moved down 30%, up 30% or something like that. So it's very difficult to, uh, you know, stay in your positions. And you may get, you know, tossed around. But that being said, the diversification of that instrument is great. And I don't think there's any reason to not trade it in a systematic trend-following portfolio. Um, We've mentioned the bonds already. The bonds have been great this year they are uh by the way the largest pnl contributor to my portfolio this year again it's the gift that keeps on giving i know the last couple of months have been a bit more difficult with the bonds but um you know the first the first half of the year and then the early summer oh my goodness i mean there a lot of money in those markets. And and when you look, like, you know, when I step back from the computer and you look at all the markets, you, you may say, well, probably you've made most of the money in equities. But no, no, equities is number two. Bonds is number one. You know, of course, this has to do with sizing. Uh, our position sizes are larger in the bonds. And um, the trend at the beginning of the year has just been uh, a lot stronger. Now the equity trend is stronger. But um, bonds, again... That's what I look back on
0: what about when you look at just and I don't know if you have this data available mm. uh now, but when you look at individual markets, forget about sectors individual markets what were the what were the big outliers uh performance
2: wise positive negative for you specifically the long dated bonds I made a lot of money from those, so it's the thirty year german the thirty year u s those have been really good for me okay i I made money on silver and gold, gold actually quite significantly. And um, on the downside, let's see, what do I remember there? I, for one, didn't have a good year in the energies. The energy markets have been really difficult for me to trade with a lot of chopping around, didn't identify really any clear trends uh, in most of those markets. And um, so they haven't been that great, heating oil, for instance. Yeah interesting interesting what about you jerry what
1: what what stood out well definitely staying away from energy is, is a is a help i think whenever you have these massive uh, crazy moves like we saw at the end of uh last year it's just to me a signal of okay we have a uh, six months to a year of nothing so once we get we ring out that crazy volatility and price movement and uh we're going to we'll just uh, settle in here and of all sort of low and energies are rallying now quietly people have been chopped up and they've been kind of uh, beaten up by those markets so now is the time to kind of get interested i think in general energy is just something that people can't stay away from the fundamental crowd wants to get lo- long at the lows and it's a big component of the economies and so i think um, But it's been fun trading some of the individual equities, Uh, had a huge move in uh, Target one day and then huge loss in Dollar Tree one day, short Tesla once this year, and then uh, a few weeks later, long Tesla. (laughs) So no opinion, uh, just following the trends, buying the breakouts. And it's just kind of funny to, in the context of how we look at the markets, then especially as it relates to equities, there's lots of stuff written about why and when and where, and what's going to occur. And we just sit back and kind of chuckle a little And then, uh, well, when it goes lower and hits my exit, I'll get out. But the rest of the world is like, what? What are you doing? Why are you saying that? And so just kind of funny you know, thinking about it in those terms. But, uh, you know, it's trading a lot of uh, interesting equities, you know, fun names that uh, – Companies that are doing crazy stuff, Spotify, or Beyond Meat, Canopy Growth, the marijuana stocks. It's fun, and it's different. And uh, in the same way that I like and enjoy one of the few people on the planet, relatively speaking, to be belong bean oil and platinum and wheat and, and palladium, sorry, and uh, maybe getting along cattle soon. You know, it's fun trading uh, some of these different stocks as well the world is your oyster you can pick whichever ones you want you know we're compelled to trade the currencies or the commodities you know we all trade the same ones blah 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 but get out there and use some some of your creativity and choose the twenty to thirty stocks that you're going to trade and try to find as much diversification as you possibly can it's so much fun absolutely absolutely
0: i mean i think for me one of the things that did stand out was just the uh, unusual run of positive monthly returns that our industry and that we as a firm delivered uh, this year. I mean, on our side, we had seven monthly positive returns in a row. That doesn't happen very often in uh, in the trend-following world. So that was uh, a little bit uh, unusual. I certainly also remember the, the bond sell-off, not least from that weekly episode we did that week, I think it was just uh, so uh, so raw and and so honest uh, in terms of how we discussed the the pain that had been inflicted for a while, but also the the optimism about how this will just go down as as um, another week uh, when we look back at it. And I, I think uh, that was a great point that Moritz uh, made earlier today, um, and reminded us that that's exactly how we look at that week today. Three months later, it was just another week. So uh, I think that's a great lesson to be reminded of once in a while. I also think about some of the crazy moves we've seen in the markets uh, like the lean hawks in 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 March and April, I think one of the months where it was up seventy five percent. I mean, we were on the wrong side of that trade. Unfortunately, it didn't cost a lot of money, maybe a percent and a half or so. So not a big thing. Um, would have been great to be on the right side of it, but but again, it just uh, just shows you, you know, that there is there's definitely a lot of opportunity out there, uh, and if you can embrace. A, a process. If you can learn to love it, despite all its shortcomings, you know, as 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 you say, Jerry, that you know, the world is our oyster, and and we can, um, you know, we we should look at the future as being very bright. Uh, frankly, when it comes to the the opportunity set we have ahead of us, despite the fact that you know, I can't ignore that it has been a decade where a lot of people. Will say that trend followers struggled to deliver. So again, I don't look at it in 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 those terms necessarily because I think all strategies go through decades where they have lower than normal performance. We we know that that's what happened to equities from two thousand to two thousand and ten. Maybe it happened to us from two thousand and ten to two thousand twenty. It didn't. It doesn't mean that money weren't made. I mean, I think uh, you know the three of us can be proud looking or looking uh, in, in the eyes of our investors of what we delivered in the past decade. But that's just the way the investment world works and that's why you need to be diversified. Um, so those are the things that I think back on uh, in terms of specific uh, markets that uh, stood out for us. I mean, the German Bund was, the 10-year German Bund was the market that at the moment, with a couple of days left of the year, is still uh, slightly ahead but and and of course fixed income in general did fine uh, did really well um, but even i mean gold was a pretty good uh, market for us the euro was a pretty good market, so lots of opportunities when you trade a diversified portfolio
1: at the time when i we talked about I'm so excited to add uh, bitcoin and being, and as the world changes and as Things go crazy and we see things that have never happened again. It's we're going to get a few bitcoins, but we're going to get a lot of stuff in stocks. It's going to be a lot of stuff that you can only manifest it if you trade single names. So it's very important for CTAs to stay on that and to always be offering more and the latest and the greatest and the new fundamental that we can ride as far as trends go. If nothing happens, we take a small loss. But with Bitcoin, I was especially excited to trade that. You know, how are you going to trade it? What's it going to do? How are you going to put it in your portfolio? And it's just an afterthought. There's liquidity. I know when it opens. I know when it closes. I know the tick value. I'm going to trade it, just like I trade everything else. And then at the time, I remember tweeting something along the lines of, what a perfect market, because like no one understands it, really. No one knows what it's going to do. And so, you're not even tempted to use anything other than trend. And so, oh, well, unlike some of the first times I've traded markets over the years, the Italian bonds or natural gas, there were instant huge profits for me. The very first time I traded those markets, uh, Bitcoin, ah, it was a loss, but I loved it still. And I still, you know, one of these days, it's gonna be the calling card for some year where how did you make money Um, just like in 19, it was the bonds and one of these years, it might be crypto, who knows? Absolutely.